Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Danny Rock. This is Song versus Song. Today we are going to party like it's 1999. Literally. It, yes. We, I, we got two songs here. We got uh, Santana featuring Rob Thomas, Smooth, and Smash Mouth with their hit song, All Star. You might have heard of it. Which do you think is the better song, Dan? I have so many thoughts. <laughs> so many. Uh, you know, it was my... Incl- I try to just go with what my, my gut instinct uh-huh. is. I try to shoot from the hip. Uh, and so I'm going to take All-Star, but I a thing happened yesterday, which is that we went and did karaoke, uh-huh. and I had a, some doubts about my choice, and then I was reaffirmed of my choice. <laughs> Here's Let me break it down. When we got there, it wasn't a lot of people there, so I, you and I just started singing songs as we do, mm-hmm. and I decided I would just sing All-Star, because why right. not? Uh-huh. And uh, I, I found the experience awful. <laughs> I hated it. it. I don't know why, but I just felt numb. It's not like, without the them actually singing the song, without the actual version to sing along yeah. to, it just, something was immediately taken away. And so I, I, I said, oh, did I, have I made the wrong choice? <laughs> should, should I have gone for the hot one? <laughs> Man, it is a hot one. Uh, it sure is. But, um, but no, uh, then later on after everybody had filed in and all 10 million people were there for the karaoke, uh-huh. somebody else who wasn't there, somebody, somebody <laughs> um, else yeah. then also chose the song because they weren't there at the time and didn't know that we'd already done it. And it went great. And everybody had a good time, and I thought, no, it was just me. It was just that we were, you know, I did a bad you job. Do, you, you do tend to ruin things, Dan. Thank, thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the experience of having a room full of people all singing it together yeah. was very different. And then I said, yeah, no, I still think it's my choice. Um, so that's my thought right now. But you were pretty solid on Smooth. Yeah, and there has been a previous occasion at karaoke where I I threw that one on smooth mm-hmm. and just randomly like one of the people with us I didn't even notice had a shirt saying that said I'd rather be listening to smooth by Grammy winner Rob Thomas and Santana and I was like huh that is a I feel good about my choices today that's then, a really specific t-shirt it was I think I have pictures of it you know I feel like I should mention why I picked these two songs Obviously, they're both from the same year, from 1999. And 1999 is a very distinct year in my memory because it seems like everything that was musical was like this super ridiculous, happy music, like beach music. That was the year of Steal My Sunshine, of uh, What's My Age Again, not Barbie Girl, but uh, Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Dow. And it was just like this ridiculous bright colors everywhere. Oh, and Sugar Ray, of course. And Sugar Ray are a very smash mouthy type of band. I, I could have gone with Every Morning, but I went with Smooth because in some point in the past, like two or three years, both of these songs became gigantic jokes. They did. Like, I, I, I guess they were kind of already jokes, but like somewhere in the past years, like you can just say a line from it and you get like applause and laughter because it's such intrinsically funny. Yeah, you, and there's you just a, say there the word some. Yes, yeah, somebody is actually that's yes. I mean, I know it's been said many times before, but the fastest way to get a song stuck in somebody's head, <laughs> some. Is, yeah, you've done it. 
I guess, man, it's a hot one. Doesn't yeah. quite have that just blunt some. Yes, some. It's just, <laughs> yeah, there's just a way that you say just the first syllable of that word, and you've done it. And if you say the whole first word, which is just two more syllables, it's over. Yeah. You've ruined that person's day, <laughs> maybe week, potentially life. Anyway, so we're doing a great job of no, selling of selling these songs. <laughs> you know, they don't have to be sold anymore. Like even talking about it seems like why, why bother? It's like the color of the sky. It is just Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Why bother? We can talk about it, but like we we're not going to change anyone's mind about it, I don't think, cuz it it is so like imprinted in people's minds. That's fair. But, All right, so I'm going to give you uh in short the reason why I think that All Star uh, takes it over smooth easily, and I don't even know that it's a if it's if this is a good reason, but it is mm-hmm. mine. It is the memes. <laughs> it is the memes, of course it is, because it is instantly one of the most memeable songs <laughs> of all time. I don't know how many other songs I can think of that are more memeable than this one. That is actually a pop song, like. I don't like it's like this and like that's how you make a cake like that's it. Oh. That's not really a song. I've seen I've seen quite a few remixes of All Star. One where they they've tuned all the instruments and the vocals so it's all the same note and it all sounds like a it sounds like Lynn Biscuit surprisingly when it's all playing just like da 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 da. Yeah, I uh I think the most famous one is um where it's just him saying somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody, yeah. some, 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 somebody. I haven't heard that one. Uh, I have heard the one where when it gets to when the years start coming, they don't stop coming. It, they just repeat and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't <laughs> stop coming. <laughs> yes, I've also seen there's a guy who was singing um, other songs but with the the lyrics to All Star. <laughs> so um, there's one where he sings John Lennon's Imagine. <laughs> and then um, the, the that Evanescence song. Bring Me bring to Life or My Immortal? No, no, Bring Me to Life. Okay. Um, also done with the lyrics of All Star. So it's really yeah. out there. It's, it's really an extremely, extremely memeable song. People have spent a lot of time. They want to know what it's about. <laughs> You know, for what it's worth, I have seen quite a few memes of Smooth. Can they, re- com- can they compare? No, with- but there was a decent, like, uh, Twitter account for a while that said it was uh, Rob Thomas Weather. And it just said, man, it's a blank one. And they just fill in the blank every t- <laughs> for wh- however the day was today. It's like, man, it's a snowy one. Retweet. <laughs> I mean, that is good. Yeah. What was your memory of All Star when it came out? Uh, I think mine is uh, peculiar in that um, my buddy had bought the soundtrack to All Star. The sound? Uh, no, no, to, to Mystery Men, excuse me. Yes, the movie that it is from. The movie that it is from is Mystery Men from 1999. This Mystery Men and not that other one that I can't. So here's what I seem to recall. There was a moment before it was on the radio before it was inescapable when my friend Andrew Armanitis and I listened to it on repeat on his mystery men CD. Whenever we got into his Buick Regal and drove around New Jersey, 
we were already listening to this song before oh. it was not yeah. cool to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You are the hipsters of lame music. Yes. Wow. It's, so I've never encountered anything quite like that before or since, but I liked this bad song before yeah. it was in, inescapable. Did you think it was a bad song? No, I loved it. I loved it too. I when that's I mean genuinely to the point that we just we did the thing on the disc man where it's just to repeat the one song. You that option. Keep, yes. Oh yeah, you put it on repeat? Yeah, we put one and repeat and we just listened to it on a loop. What what was what else was on that soundtrack? Great question. I don't remember. I just remember that that was on there. Cuz there are like a lot of actual famous musicians in that movie. Tom Waits is in it. And I think the Goody Mob and CeeLo were are in there. I think I want to say Praz from the Fugees was on that in the movie at least. I don't know if they actually did anything. There are other songs on that, mm-hmm. but we just listened to All Star on repeat. That's amazing, and that's to me that's the the only uh, movie it will ever be associated with. Yes, even though uh, it it is most associated with Shrek. Actually, I remember because the Mystery Men are in that video. Yes, they are. That you know, Ben Stiller and uh, William H Macy, Janine Garofalo, they're all in it. They're, I think they're dancing with Steve Harwell and Smash Mouth, helping him push up the bus or whatever the hell. And then when Mystery Men kind of flopped in theaters or like underperformed, I remember they recut the video to cut all of them out of it because All Star was like way outlasting that movie. Yeah, which is surprising because you know, um, other than right now. William H. Macy has been, <laughs> oops, sorry, Bill Macy, but like, you know, I mean, a big name, an ever-present name in popular culture, Ben Stiller. Oh, also, yeah. Also, Janine Garofalo was, was a pretty big name for a long time. Like, that's, yeah. Hank Azaria is, you Still know, is, is a voice actor in everything. Kel Mitchell kind of went away. Yeah, but, you know, uh, Paul Rubens kind of comes and goes, but is, yeah. is is a huge part of, you know, pop culture in general. Everybody knows Pee Wee yeah. Herman. So it's weird. It's weird that this movie that has so many people in it, it is kind of the Ishtar of superhero movies. Well, I was 15 and I saw that. I was like, that was everything I wanted. That was so good. And this song that is from it is also so good. Yep. Greg Kinnear. Also in that movie. There's a lot of people in that movie, man. It's a big movie. It's just, it's wild. It's wild. Um, Who's the guy who's the, the... the bad guy. Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Casanova. Casanova Frank. Frankenstein. Yep. Anyway, you're right that the song far outlasted the film, which is which is peculiar in that all of these stars have gone on to live much longer in the minds of people than Smash Mouth other than this song. Yeah. Well, you know, Smash Mouth were the, the hottest thing of 1999. Yeah, they might, then- might as well have been walking on the sun. <laughs> But there was like so much going on. And I remember Smooth coming out like right at the same time, like that summer or just like not far after that. And it was also had extreme longevity on the charts. Like, it Well, was, it was a perfect summer song, too. Yeah. It was the summer anthem of 1999. I mean, I want to say it was the summer, but I'm, I was looking at the, the charts. It, uh, it hit number one in September. Or September, really? September, October, or something like that, and it lasted the rest of the year. Well, yeah, I mean, it would have to. So maybe it was the summer jam of two thousand. <laughs> like, yeah, it it was the last number one hit of the nineties, and 
like for for three months. That's insane. I don't think anything would happen like that today. We don't we don't have songs like I go. I guess we had Despacito, but like that was like a rare outlier. Yeah, 1999 is a, is kind of a wild year. I, I realized because it also was the year of no scrubs and unpretty and bills, bills, bills. Yeah. And I want it that way and live in La Vida Loca. Yeah. Like all these uh, things just kind of meld together in my head. Like there's all these different genres, but the entire late nineties of, I mean, it's very poppy. It's a very yeah. poppy time. All the weird genres that didn't like lasted for a year, like, uh, like the ska and the swing and the, the Latin craze. They're all kind of vaguely related in my head. In fact, Smash Mouth themselves are part of like a weird mid '90s genre, the lounge revival. Yeah, that was like a bizarre thing that didn't really last. And I was like listening to that album just before I came here, Astro Lounge, mm-hmm. and because I'd never actually listened to the album, because I'm gonna go out here and assume that they were not really an album band. No, and it's very like updated '60s, like very Jetsons-y and like a lot of organ and stuff. All-Star is actually not much like the rest of the album. Well, no, there's a whole story about that, which is, uh, as happens often, mm-hmm. they had completely recorded the album, mm-hmm. and then Interscope called them in for a meeting, and they said, uh, there's like third and fourth and fifth tier hits, mm-hmm. but you don't, there's not, there isn't a hit song on this record. Uh-huh. Get back to it. And they went right. and, and and had had on a deadline had to write another song and this is the song that they wrote for well, the fans. <laughs> this song was for the Smash Mouth fans. It was for their perceived fandom, which was losers. Basically, <laughs> they said the one thing we encountered a lot of was people who listened to our music, felt bad about themselves, got bullied a lot, and then listened to Smash Mouth and felt better. So we decided yeah. we'd make a song for them. That's that's the apparently the backstory. You know, it's it's a very strange song because you know their first hit "Walking on the Sun" is a very like arch and clever, like it's a, like a '60s throwback that kind of hates the '60s and like this is a song about how the all the hippies were sellouts and hypocrites and all that. And then you got this very sincere, all like let's all be happy and fun and like when I was 15, I fucking loved it. I watched that video over and over again because they would play it over and again on MTV and VH1, which they still did at the time. It was just like the happiest thing I'd ever heard of in my entire life. And it remains that to this day, even though time has changed it a lot. I also watched that smooth video a lot because it had a lot of hot chicks in it. I remember being so sick of both those songs by like, I want to say October. And then by December, I was around on them again because they... They were around so long, I got sick of them. And then they were around so long again that I started to like them again. That was very much what happened with me and Smooth. Although I will say that I came in down on Smooth. I was down on it because uh, I just... Matchbox 20. Oh! It just yeah. felt disingenuous somehow to me. Because on, on the one hand, you had actual star, true virtuoso and legend, Carlos Santana. And then you had Rob... Thomas <laughs> from Matchbox 20? <laughs> Matchbox 20 had one album, I think, at that point. It was very popular, but it was also like the kind of like bland adult alternative that was very easy to mock. And Rob Thomas just has like the weirdest voice. Kind of sounds like a donkey. Oh man, I was just about to go round here. Oh. And then I was like, that no, that's the counting crows. It Whoops. is. 
But they do have kind of like that same affect where they're trying way too hard and they sound like they're taking the shit while they're singing. Straight up, what did you hope to learn about here? Yep. You yes. really hit those R's. You can do a decent Rob Thomas impression. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> but I oddly, having said that I liked All Star before it was a popular song. Yeah. I was I was a hipster for bad music. <laughs> I was down on Smooth because I was too cool for Rob Thomas. Well, what I remember at the time was that, you know, All Star was popular, but it was a pop song. Smooth was from the rock legend Carlos Santana, and it was greeted with rapturous praise from the critics. Yep. Maybe not the hip critics that I should have been reading at the time, but... But it was, that was, I mean, certainly I remember um, MTV and the pop media at large making Mm -hmm. a lot of hay about the return of Carlos Santana. That was a big deal. That's what I remember. I remember it being absolutely enormous, him coming back and everyone saying, oh, it's the right time and everyone is embracing this incredible legend and it's great to have all these young artists come in and show their respect. It was huge. That was that was the story. It, that was bigger than Smooth. I mean, Smooth was the most successful song off that record, but there were a couple of songs with different artists that all did pretty well. Oh yeah. All the hottest names of the time, like the rock ones, like I think Dave Matthews and uh, Wyclef Jean was on there. People who were like maybe acclaimed at the time, but not ever quite hip really uh, Everlast also. Oh, right. <laughs> and I, I remember that, that sucker came away with like 30 Grammys or something like that. Something really insane. Now you look at it, it's basically like the Kokomo of Santana's career. Yes. Rob Thomas, like what a weird choice. Like, especially because this is like their like hot, sexy summer jam and you get donkey voiced Rob Thomas on there. And for the, for what it's worth, I, I have grown to like Rob Thomas quite a bit. Even he's not sure how he wound up on that song. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is if you look, like I was just going through to see who the other names were. Uh I mean, Keep in mind, uh, 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 there was an Eric Clapton oh, yeah. track. There was one with Lauren Hill and <laughs> and CeeLo. Wow, CeeLo before he was CeeLo. Back when he was still with the Goody Mob, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just says Lauren Hill and CeeLo. That's it. Yeah, that seems like it should be cooler than it is. But they, you can see that Rob Thomas kind of feels like the odd one out. It's like him and Eagle Eye Cherry. <laughs> eagle eye cherry seriously yep there was an eagle eye cherry track big, i mean i think everlast has been uh, has lasted a lot longer than eagle, eagle eye, eye cherry. cherry yes no offense to eagle eye cherry you know and it's not just that he's like weird choice in that you know he's like earnest serious dour matchbox 20 guy he also sings it weird like he's so out of place like he's wearing like his i'm wearing a cool cowboy hat in the video Oh, and he, right. And he's singing words like, out from the body, yo. Like, do you even know what that word means, Rob Thomas? Like, do you know what the words coming out of your mouth mean? Have, are, you, are they new to you? Actually, I looked it up. He wrote it up. He wrote it for his uh, Latina model wife, who is, in fact, very hot. Oh. Yes. And they're still married today. Oh. I've seen a couple interviews with him, and you can tell it, like, kind of wears on him that he's not cooler than he is. He was like the Phil Collins of the 90s. Do you have any, uh, uh, we've been talking about for like 22 minutes. What else have you got? In 2001, 
all-star uh, crew uh, changed massively for me because it was on another movie. That movie is, of course, Rat Race. Oh, yes. It's at the end of Rat Race, isn't it? Yes. They interrupt. They, they all, the, all the characters plow into a Smash Mouth concert, and the little kid is like, wow, it's Smash Mouth. And I feel like at that point, something changed in me. <laughs> it broke you. Yeah. And then I re- re-listened to All-Star. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this song sucks. What was I thinking? Uh, just something about like, yeah, we could all use a little change. And you can he- hear him like slapping his knee like, yeah, we're pumped up. And there's just like something about the obnoxious energy of it. And I was like, shut up. Shut up, Smash Mouth. I don't like you anymore. I feel bad. I mean, I guess did you just stay that way forever? Is that still where you are? Tell the truth. Kind of, yeah. Like, oh, see, I think all the memeing has, cha- has changed it for me. Um, and I think we could all use a little. little. Uh, so Give, I asked for money for gas. I don't need your stupid ass thoughts about like we could all use a little fuel. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I mean, nobody said the song makes sense. <laughs> and just something about the shape of an L on her forehead. You know what the thing is that I just don't find myself gravitating towards smooth at all. I haven't listened. Like I, I probably should have listened to it for the purposes of this <laughs> podcast. Didn't because I don't want I to. I did. And I tell you what, that song still fucking shreds, man. <laughs> like when the Santana is still Santana, even if it's like dorky end of career, raking in Grammys, trying to be hit with the kid Santana, that that guitar still fucking kills. It really does. I don't know. He's Dude. no he's no Brian Setzer. <laughs> Got him. I don't know. I, I bet that racked in a bunch of Grammys too the year before. It probably did. Uh all right. So here's here's what I know. I'm gonna make one last before we reveal the results. Uh-huh. I discovered this uh fact, which is that um there's a phone number. I'm gonna tell you what it is right now. It's uh eight three zero Four seven six five six six four. And if you call it, uh-huh. Somebody Why? Somebody decided to spend their money. Somebody. Somebody <laughs> uh yes, decided that the, the thing to do was uh yeah, get a phone number and it just plays it for a minute and a half and then it clicks out. Why? Because the song is so embedded. It's that's the potency of All Star. Do you ever see that uh, SNL skit where uh, the little girls like can't sleep because Smash Mouth is in her closet? <laughs> <laughs> Were they actually in their closet? Were uh, they the musical guests that week? No, this would have been like two or three years ago. Oh, uh, I mean, they could have they, they they could have just shown up. <laughs> just let's be honest. What yeah. else? Are they, what else are they doing? I've heard that when they do concerts. They do like all star towards the middle and then all star at the end and it lasts for like half an hour. And uh, I don't know what Santana does in concert. He's got like, you know, many, many hits that he could be doing. Yes, he he does does. not have to rely on smooth. He's got black magic woman. He's got Oye Komova. In fact, I read the songwriter say that was like this is going to be like the record needed its own black magic woman. So that's why I wrote smooth. Uh, Okay, yes. Smooth is black magic woman. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, how did it go? You know, you, you tell me what, how do you think it went? Uh, I mean, I think, 
I, I, I said this before, which is that I thought that that smooth would destroy all star um, by virtue of the fact that it is actually like for all of my protesting. Otherwise, smooth is actually a good song uh-huh. written by a, a legend. And all star is just a goofy ass meme uh-huh. that p- gets played at sporting events. <laughs> Uh, so I assumed that that ultimately smooth would take the day, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think when yeah, something I is would... just around everywhere, ultimately, I think that yeah, I, I think once you're you you go to a sporting event and a song plays, people are voting for that song. So I guess what I'm saying is, in a roundabout way, I assume that All Star is going to win, but it probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you you said that at the uh, end of the last episode. I think so he's like, man, All Star is going to get killed, and I was like. I'm not sure why you think that. Yeah, right. well, I've had a think since then. Yeah. So how did it actually go? All right. It looks like uh, from a score of 289-201, Smooth wins with about 59% of the vote. Wow. After all of that, Smooth did win. Yeah. I guess the world is okay after all. <laughs> and, you the know. The world can stay. Well, you know, I, I was reading the comments, and all of them said exactly what your first instinct was. Like, all Star is a joke. Smooth is a real song. Honestly, I'm not sure where they're getting that either. <laughs> I mean, it's still, I, I just think that uh, it's that people respect the instrumentation. People like yeah. that that lead line. Mm-hmm. That it's, riff I, is pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah, it's. I think it's it's as present as Rob Thomas is singing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? In a way, that song's a duet, you know? Yeah. In the sense that that's, 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 Carlos Santana's singing voice. Now I'm probably just accidentally quoting what people wrote in the reviews when that song came out. Yes, my first instinct was ultimately that it would win because it's actually a song and All Star is just a goof. Yeah. It was even their intention to be, you know, like I said, it was just, you know, they wanted to create something that was peppy and upbeat and would make people feel nice. I don't know that that's really a place that you should be coming from when writing music. Uh, well, you know, Steve Harwell, I remember reading this at the time. He said that he's the lead singer of Smash Mouth. Yes, he is. He said, like, when he when they wrote it and recorded it, their first instinct was not to put it out as a single. It was to sell it to advertisements. And that's what still what it sounds like to me now. It's a, it's a commercial jingle. It's, it's there to sell you Gatorade or something like that. Tragically, I think that's all it's going to ever be for me. Hey, are we going to end this episode and we just didn't mention Shrek a single time? We mentioned it once. Did we? Yes, I mentioned that that it was in there. Yeah, well, that's a thing. Yep. Speaking of things that haven't aged well from 15 years ago. Yep. Hey. What's 20, coming up next? I was going to say 15 years ago. I mean, 20 years 20, ago, basically. 20, Almost 18, 20 years ago. 18. Anyway. All right, so what's next? All right, here we go. Which are you going to go for? Space Oddity? Or Rocket Man. How could you? That is, this is truly Why every week. I? I think you can't some come up with something. Yeah, that is. I mean, it's a different kind of worse uh-huh. because now you've picked two great songs, incredible, incredible songs. Um, Shoot from the hip. I'm taking Bowie. That's who I'd want. Mm-hmm. See, I, I always feel like I'm I, I'm the one that like sneaks in. Was that what you were gonna take? No, I was absolutely gonna take Rocket Man. Every time. I don't even know why I'm ever worried. We always come at this from the opposite angle. You know, someday we're going to agree. But I, I picked these things. So I knew you were going to pick Bowie. So it's true. All right. Well, yep. uh, have, a, have a good long think about this in between episodes and uh, and go on to Patreon. 
There will be a poll that goes up. Vote in the poll. Put mm-hmm. in a comment for what you think. All right. Have a good night, everyone. See you next week on Song vs. Song. I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Danny Roth. Check us out on Patreon. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye.